This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Today I'm talking to Vanessa Renee, who is a wedding and portrait photographer in Manitoba, Canada. She is also a photography coach. Today, we are talking about mistakes that we both have made as photographers. We are focusing on marketing mistakes, business mistakes, and mindset mistakes. This is such an important episode to listen to because you get to learn from our mistakes. We not only talk about the mistakes we made, but also the lessons that we learned and what we would do differently. We won't take any offense if you have a good laugh at our expense. Let's get into this episode with Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, Logan. So tell us about how you got into photography and where you are now. So I started back in high school. I photographed dozens of my friends' grad shoots before we graduated, and it was just the happiest thing in my life at the time. And it's continued to be that throughout the years as well, which has been just kind of my saving grace whenever I need something constant. And so that's what got my career started from there you know people hear about you you start doing weddings for friends and then boom you're a wedding photographer it's kind of funny how that works and now I have been married for two years we just got a dog Basset Hound Walter and he's super cute (laughs) what kind of dog is he Basset Hound oh (laughs) yeah got like the big floppy ears and (laughs) the sad eyes And yeah, now I'm just doing photography full time. It is, oh, there's nothing else I could ever imagine doing. I have multiple thoughts every day where I'm like, I'm just so thankful that I can do this and be so happy in what I do and be able to provide a service that makes other people happy too. Yes. I love hearing when people get started when they're in high school, because I feel like it's kind of rare in the photography world. I feel like a lot of people realize later on after they've been in the corporate world for a while that they then want to do something else. So I always love hearing about people that get their start a little bit earlier and are able to really run with that and just, you know, start out doing what they love. Yeah, me too. And like, I don't even know what it's like to have a full-time job. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a completely different perspective for sure, but wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And how exciting with a dog. We have two dogs and just adopted a cat a few months ago and they, I don't take enough pictures of them. I need to take more. (laughs) Yes. I'm always sure to like do a few photo shoots here and there because he's a puppy. So he's growing up quick and he's just like, He's so cute. And <laughs> he makes a really good model. <laughs> oh gosh. So you said you're doing wedding photography. What else are you doing? I know there's a few other things that I, I want to hear you say. So what else are you doing with your photography business? I'm also coaching new photographers into creating the business of their dreams, just like I've done. And that has been probably absolutely just as exciting as wedding photography. And so I'm really, really pumped to have this become a large part of my business. And it's off to a great start. And I have a great coaching program going on right now that I'm having so much fun with. And yeah, it's, I'm really, really excited. That it's always so rewarding when you get to 
help other photographers build their businesses. I always relate it back to how I felt when I was teaching. And, you know, that light bulb moment when you would see kids just understand what you were teaching, it gives me the chills. (laughs) It's the same when you're teaching photographers and helping them, you know, chase those dreams that they really didn't know were possible. Yeah, I completely agree. It is the best feeling in the world to like to have them say, wow, that's all it was. That was the thing I was struggling with. It's that easy. That's the fix. And being able to yeah, be a few steps ahead of them and to be able to guide them through the tricky parts so that they can come out really strong right from the beginning without having to flounder like some of us may have. Right. right. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about all of the mistakes or issues that we have encountered while running our photography businesses and what we learn from those mistakes in hopes that we can help you. So we are hoping that you can avoid some of these mistakes that we have made in our business. So let's start with what would you say are the top two business mistakes that you made when you first started out? So definitely not having a solid plan or any plan for that matter. I definitely just went with the wind and went wherever it pushed me, which ended up being really great. But in hindsight, it probably would have been a really good idea to have a plan mapped out, know where I wanted to go and have a few more actionable steps to take to make sure I got to where I wanted to go. But, you know, sometimes things work out the way they should. So I got lucky there, but not the greatest tactic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like with a plan too, I kind of made a similar mistake where I was just like, I think I'll get into photography. I think I want to do this eventually full time, but I would never was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. And I feel like a plan, I can relate to that because I feel like a plan would have definitely helped with that. Yeah. I wanted to be a realtor when I got out of high school. So my plan originally was I'm going to go to realtor school, get all that done. I'll do photography on the side. And then, you know, one day if it picks up and it gets too busy, I'll ditch the realty. Mm-hmm. I never even got out of high school before that <laughs> happened. So that honestly saved me a lot of time. And I do love how, even when you don't always plan everything step mm-hmm. by step, it just formulates in front of you and you think and go, wow, I'm glad I didn't jump ahead of myself because I wouldn't have had this coming then. And right. I love the way those things work out sometimes. The other thing Me too. definitely was not investing in education that was catered to exactly what I wanted to do soon enough. I went to a, I did a college photography program and I definitely learned so much there. It was, I think it really, really honed in all my technical skills. And so with that, I have a really, really solid foundation of photography skills, which is what I love teaching because I know that it's so important. But there was so much that I didn't touch on that I wanted to learn so bad. I wanted to know everything about business and blogging and marketing and all the nitty gritty. And I didn't talk about that much just because it was such a general broad program. So from there, I started buying specific education for people exactly like me wanting to do exactly what I'm doing now. And that was, oh, I learned so much more in such like in so much less time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that I wish I would have started off with just to save a bit of time and money. Yeah, I can 100% relate to that when I first started out. So obviously, like you start searching the internet for photography resources. And luckily enough, I came across Cole's Classroom and signed up for that. But in the meantime, while I was learning from them, I also signed up for every single email list that I could possibly sign up for. So I would end up with like 15 emails every single week from photographers trying to sell me something that of course would give you, you know, 
an email with some great information, but it was so overwhelming that I eventually just kept deleting all of those emails and I never learned anything from them because I signed up for 15. So that was definitely one of my mistakes when I first started out. Just, yeah, I don't recommend doing that. Signing, you know, find a photographer, do your research first before you sign up for those emails. Find a photographer that you're like, hey, she's speaking to me or sign up for some. And then like, if their first email doesn't speak to you, then unsubscribe or, or whatnot. But I do not recommend signing up for 15 and trying to learn something from every single one of those photographers. <laughs> yes. I think that'll probably do the exact opposite of what you're hoping. And you'll yes. end up learning likely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One more thing that I, I want to add for a mistake that I have, I have made would be that I had no idea in the state of Texas that I have to pay sales tax on even digital. So like any session that I do has to have sales tax and it's different in every state. So it's kind of hard to be like, get advice from someone, but I didn't look into, you know, I registered my business. I did a DBA and then an LLC, but the first year I didn't charge sales tax and I felt so bad about it. And I'm sure I wouldn't have gotten in trouble for it or whatnot. I'm sure this happens a lot, but I went to the sales tax office and I was like, I didn't pay sales tax. I need to pay it. Here's like all of my income and like told them everything. And the guy sat down and he looked at me, he goes, you're paying sales tax for like what you missed in the lot. Like we don't ever have anyone come in to pay, <laughs> but it was totally my mistake. And when you're starting out, even if you don't think you're going to make it a full-time or a part-time job just for fun, just kind of keep those things in mind as you're going, because they can come back to bite you <laughs> if you're not careful. I so. agree. I'm from Canada. So here we have every province is different as well. And so it's incredibly confusing because for some reason, our <laughs> laws and there are no clear instructions on anything. So <laughs> half of it's just interpreting it the way that you see makes the most sense. So that's such a hard thing to figure out. It really is because there is no one blanket answer to, okay, once you make this much money, you have to pay this much tax. Like, no, I wish it was that simple, <laughs> but unfortunately it's not. So that's something that definitely is worth checking in with someone who's in your state or province. <laughs> yes. so get, like, or maybe even a few people so that you get more than one opinion because they can vary. They definitely can. I Somebody who is licensed in that. There you go. <laughs> feel that? Okay, there we go. Scratch everything else. The accountant. Accountant, CPA, someone. Go to someone who is licensed and they will know best. Yes, for sure. Yeah, there are so many little things that you don't realize that you need to do when you're starting up a business, especially if you're not coming from the business world or starting your own business, you know, previously, there's a lot that goes into it that no one really tells you about. So that's where, you know, finding a mentor or someone to guide you through all of this is so important. It is. And nobody talks about it because it's not fun. No. Oh my <laughs> not, gosh. No, not glamorous. <laughs> it is the really boring part of owning a business. <laughs> it is, but completely necessary. Okay. <laughs> So now that we've talked about the business part, what about the mindset parts? What would you say are the top mindset mistakes that you've made either, you know, just starting out or even now? For me, it was not feeling confident to say that I'm a wedding photographer when I wasn't full-time yet. I found in my head, I thought that I had to be shooting 35 weddings a year 
booked out, burnt out all of the negative adjectives and (laughs) in order to feel that I was truly a wedding photographer. And then I learned that, no, that's not how it works. And if I'm shooting weddings and I love what I do and this is what I want to do and I'm making whatever money I need to doing it, I'm a wedding photographer. Mm -hmm. Definitely. The next thing was always thinking that I had to accomplish this or achieve that before I could move on to the next step. I think that only now I'm finally realizing that owning a business isn't linear. You don't move (laughs) in one clean, solid line, even though that's how I want it to be in my head, but that's not the case. And Mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to hold myself back like crazy if that's the way I continue to think. So that is something that I'm telling myself every day, telling my coaching clients that you don't have to hit certain milestones just because you think other photographers are doing that because chances are they're not even doing that. It just looks like (laughs) That is so true. I love what you just said about, you know, even though you want it to be linear, that's just not how it goes in running a business. Things come up, things change. (laughs) It is not linear. (laughs) And it's the funniest thing. And like in the beginning, if I had expected things to go the way that I thought they would, I'd probably be a realtor right now. And (laughs) I may have liked it. I love business, but I wouldn't have been half as content and joy filled as I am with the job I have now. Definitely. So are there any mindset mistakes that you've made? Oh my gosh, definitely. So there's two that really stand out to me. The first one would definitely have to be comparing my chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. And I can still relate to this today, even though I'm not at my chapter one anymore, I'm at my chapter 20, but I'm looking at people who are at their chapter 40 and comparing it to them. You know, people that have been in the business for 20 some years, I look at their work and I say, I'm still not to that place. And I get frustrated. Well, when I first started out, I, you know, my photos didn't look that great, but that's how we start out. That's how we learn. But I would always, you know, just get sucked into looking at photos on Instagram or Pinterest and thinking, there's no way, like, there's no way I can do this, (laughs) which because of that, I actually created an entire episode. It's only 10 minutes long. It's super short, but episode number four, one of our very first episodes, still one of my favorites. If you are struggling with this, where you, you know, just feel like you're not good enough or fear is slipping in every single day into your mind, go listen to episode four, because that is one that I promise you after you listen to it, you'll be like, oh, I can do this. So that would be one of my mindset mistakes is just constantly comparing myself to others. The other one is something that I actually just finally realized is hustle. So Hustle's become this thing that is glorified the past few years where it's like, I'm a hustler. I'm going to do it. And yes, hustling is great, especially when you're starting your business. I hustled for a year. I was pregnant. I had a one-year-old. I was working full-time and I was trying to start up my photography business. I watched Cole's Classroom videos instead of watching Netflix. I hustled that first year, but that is not sustainable at all. You cannot sustain a hustle for a a long period of time. And I am finally realizing that where, you know, I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old now. We moved into a house that is currently ripped apart from the Texas winter storm. I, you know, I'm doing the podcast, running my business and have all of these things going on. And I was trying to hustle through all of that and realize that it's not working. I'm getting burnt out. 
I am starting to hate what I do, which not hate, hate, but like, I don't have the energy to go to photo shoots and continue to do everything else. So that hustle mentality, I feel is kind of a huge mistake that a lot of people are making where like, yes, hustling is good for short periods of time, but please don't try to hustle for three years straight and then be like, what am I doing? Like, I'm worn out. I'm burnt out. I need a break. So yeah, that hustle mindset, I just feel it needs to be less glorified and more, I don't know, people need to realize that it's not for years at a time. So anyway, I think I could go on and on and on (laughs) about that because I'm pretty passionate about that right now because I can just, it's very relatable, but realize that, that your life matters too, like your personal life, your health. I wasn't working out or anything. I'm now trying to like, you know, get that in every day and and whatnot. So just take some time to hustle for yourself and not just your business. So that would be my, my other one. (laughs) That is so important. And I think when you are hustling, when I'm hustling, I want to be hustling in a way that is going to pay off big Mm -hmm. time in the next year. I'm not just working for the sake of working. I'm working to create systems and to prepare for outsourcing so that Mm -hmm. in the future, when I have the money and the capacity for it, I can let some things go and open my life up to a place where I can just sit and enjoy the breeze and the birds. Exactly. (laughs) You don't truly enjoy the work that I do because I'm not drowning in it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. When I was feeling burnt out a few months ago, I finally realized like, this hustle mentality that I am just so proud of, like it is starting to work against me. So I took a step back. Things are getting a lot better now. It's been hard. I'm sure everyone listening can relate with the pandemic, but yeah, hustle for yourself too, not just for your business. (laughs) So one last topic that I want to talk about is let's chat a little bit about the common marketing mistakes. (laughs) what mistakes have you made or seen other photographers make when it comes to marketing their business? Okay. I think one of the biggest ones is being afraid to niche down when you're starting out. It can feel really, really scary to only offer one or two things really strongly, but that's the best thing you could possibly do for your business. Mm -hmm. Instead of offering newborn and maternity and lifestyle and branding sessions and weddings and everything under the sun, just really being passionate about what you love will attract the people that love that equally. And you'll have a business that fulfills you from every corner. It can be hard to turn away people that want to pay you but you can't sustain a business by having 45 arms doing everything all at once, running (laughs) around like a crazy person trying to serve everyone. Because if you're serving everyone, you're serving no one because no one's getting the service that you can truly give them by offering what you really are passionate about. Definitely. I love that you bring that up because When I first started out, I did try several different things to figure out what I liked best. But once I figured it out, I niched down. And one thing that I noticed was like, if I went and shot a wedding and then I did a birth and then I did a family session, then I did an indoor lifestyle session all within like two weeks, I was like, you can't edit those the same. Like it is not possible to have the same style across four different types of sessions in four completely different settings. And so when I was posting those photos, I was like, oh, my style doesn't look consistent. I wonder why. (laughs) 
And then I realized, I was like, oh, maybe it's because I'm doing wedding, birth, you know, newborn, maternity, in-home lifestyle. And it's not, I mean, maybe some magical unicorn can figure out how to make all of those sessions consistent with the same editing style, but it's not easy to do that. No, it's way harder. And for me, what I like to do, because I do, I honestly love shooting lots of lifestyle and those I'll post occasionally in my feed, but a lot of that stuff goes into my stories so that I can yeah. show people that I do them. And I love them, but they don't hold a permanent place in my feed. Definitely. And so then when prospective clients come, they can see, oh, okay, she's a wedding photographer mm-hmm. and there's no question about it. And they know that I can serve them in that way because that's what I do and what I love. And it's clear. Definitely. Is there anything else you can think of for marketing mistakes? Yeah, there's one more thing. I think it probably took at least two years before I finally showed my face and my personality through my Instagram page. It's probably the first thing that I always look for when I'm looking at a new page. And so I completely forgot that part on my end. And it was, you know, you're scared. It's super nerve wracking to go from being behind an account, just typing words to speaking and putting your personality and infusing you into your page. But that has helped so much. And I know that because those are the accounts that I'm most attracted to are the ones that have so much of their personality. They share their faces every day. I definitely still need to improve on this. And like, we're in a pandemic. So I'd rather show up when I'm all made up and that doesn't happen very much anymore. (laughs) I can relate. (laughs) It's like sweatpants and ponytails. <laughs> but even then, like, you know, a little filter, you can hop on. And it's so much easier too. once you have that freedom where you've grown comfortable showing your face. It's so much easier to share news and to show your excitement about new things and to share mini sessions and show how much you're excited about them versus just typing it onto a page because it just does not come across the same way. For sure. Yeah, that's something that I look for when like I look for photographers, you know, for my family, my family photos is I'll, I'll check out their Instagram page and I like to see their personality because I want to see, you know, just a glimpse of what they might be like during our session. I want to see that. I want to see if they, you know, maybe they're a little bit more laid back or maybe they're like me, a former teacher who's going to jump up and down and dance during the entire session to get the kids to laugh. Like, I want to see that personality come out before I book them. So I love that you bring that up. Yeah, I love that too. And that's the thing, like our photography businesses are such personal businesses. We are the sole person behind the face and the name of this brand. So it seems pretty self-explanatory that we'd be (laughs) front and center on that page and showing who we are. Definitely. Definitely. So if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can we find you? You can find me at Vanessa Renee. The regular spelling was taken. So it's Vanessa R-E-N-A-A-E. And you can head to my website. I have a freebie for five tips on how to go full time Mm -hmm. in your business, which those are the things that helped me when I first started out and really moved the needle in my business the most. And yeah, I, love to see you there. I love to chat. So don't be shy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you guys go check out that freebie because I have been in a mastermind with Vanessa and it's been amazing. And I've learned so much more about her and y'all, she's an amazing photographer and an amazing coach. So go check out the show notes, grab the links that we talked about today and yeah, say hi to Vanessa. 
Thanks so much for having me, Logan. It was so fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Make sure to visit shootproof.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about today during this episode. If you love this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and hit that five-star button. If you ever have feedback or questions for us, feel free to reach out at podcast at shootproof.com. Oh, 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 oh